It is 24 minutes after the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. And as it is the case, we have candidates calling in. Ward 1 school board candidate, former state rep Joe LaChance is on the, uh, is on the line. Joe, I uh, understand that uh, we've had, uh, what, 615 people vote in Ward 1 as of 8.15 this morning? Good morning, Rich. Yes, I think that number is probably close to 670 now. Uh, pretty steady flow into Ward 1. Uh, quite a few people out here holding signs. And uh, there's a pretty big interest out there in uh, making a change. So let's uh, ho- hopefully we can keep this momentum going. So uh, are you seeing people that you recognize at the polls? Do you know what their issues are? Are you having conversations or overhearing conversations between voters and uh, sign holders or candidates? What are you hearing out there as people file through the polling place at Webster School in Ward 1? Well, the interesting thing is, uh, you know, we've got uh, friends on all sides, and, you know, we'll go talk to the other side, and uh, they'll come up to us, give us a thumbs up. Uh, You know, it's very interesting. Um, I think we're going to see a pretty interesting turnout. I think we're going to see some change. Uh, People are very concerned about the taxes. Uh, That seems to be the number one issue. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen to my taxes? Now, Sarah Ambrosi, the incumbent in Ward 1, is viewed as a, as a formidable incumbent, one that people think is uh, beyond reach in an election. Uh, what did you do in this campaign? Uh, did you go door-to-door? Did you do phone calls? How did you contact voters? What did voters tell you? Do you think you got to enough you know, people? You know, uh, basically did a lot of door-to-door. Uh, in speaking with people door-to-door, people are concerned about why nothing's getting done with the school board. Why is it always the same thing? And what can you do differently? And based on my experience at the State House and my positions that I've taken, and I'm pretty outspoken on what I want to do, um, I think uh, I was able to convince some people that it is time for change and it is time to, uh, to get somebody new on that school board. So you're, you're, you're hearing that now. Do you think... <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry about that. Just had a truck go by. We got the construction going on. <laughs> of course, it wouldn't be an election day without something happening around the polls. So, uh, do you do you get the sense that uh, um, people are behind the mayor up there in Ward One and are looking for change on the school board and the aldermanic board, or are they just kind of anti-incumbent and want to throw anybody, everybody out? You know, uh, I'm getting the sense that. Uh, the mayor is going to get some support out of Ward 1. I think people are very concerned about their taxes. However, I also believe that the school board and the aldermen, uh, they're looking for some change, looking for uh, some fresh faces with fresh ideas to get some stuff done. Finally, that's good for the city. Well, that uh, it, it seems to be the recurring theme. So, um, did anybody, other than quote not getting things done, was there any specific um, aggravation expressed uh, by voters to you about the school board? I mean, is it uh, you know, is it just the general demeanor? Is it the the, the health benefits, the cover ups of the law violations, all that stuff? What what is what is resonating? Two of the things that really came forward uh, on issues when I was talking to constituents was uh, the fact that the lack of transparency on that board. Uh, you know, I think that vote, uh, the two votes, one uh, with the Tessier uh, issue and one with your issue, and how everything's become so politicized. We spent so much time um, 
going after people politically instead of doing what we're really supposed to be doing on that board. And and the other thing is, is the benefits. You know, um, we can't even put a math curriculum in. We can't even get books because we're short on money. But yet we're going ahead and giving Cadillac benefits to uh, part-time uh, elected school officials, board officials. So, you know, those are the two main things that uh, really I caught uh, as, uh, as uh, issues that the voters are looking at. All right, Chola Chance in Manchester Ward 1. We appreciate your calling into the Large radio show this morning to let us know what's happening out there in Ward 1. Thank you, Rich. Take care. <laughs> Have a good day. All right, that's, uh, <clears throat> as mentioned, <clears throat> Chola Chance, former state rep and uh, candidate for school board in Ward 1. And, you know, some of the feedback personally that I've gotten out of Ward 1 are people who are a little irritated with what they view as a double standard that Ambrosi has picked up uh, in her term, whether it be on the benefits or the ethics issues. They they see her, I guess, somewhat as an honest broker who perhaps has made some bad decisions. But I know one of the things that really rankled some people up in Ward 1 was when she accused Superintendent Vargas of pulling the wool over their eyes after he did exactly what he said he was going to do in reallocating uh, teacher resources Read that as laying off teachers at the high school level to hire them at the elementary level because enrollments at the high school warranted a reduction and enrollments at the elementary schools warranted an increase. And uh, she was pretty brutal with him, accusing him of pulling the wool over their eyes. Meanwhile, when Deborah Livingston really tried to pull the wool over the board's eyes by um, concocting a false set of test scores, she basically said nothing. And and then playing, you know, victim to evil political people who wanted to take away her health insurance after she bought a $1.2 million house. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there are people buying that she, quote, needed them. And even if she did, this is a woman who is like everybody else on the school board who takes the benefits, whether it's uh, uh, Leslie uh, Ambrosi or Leslie Want in Ward 4 or Bergeron in Ward 6 or uh, Van Houten, who takes the dental now drop the health in ward 12 connor's in ward eight these people all these people were all barack obama and hillary clinton voters they were all obamacare supporters so why aren't they if they need health insurance going through obamacare why aren't they going to healthcare.gov or whatever it is to get the insurance oh the answer is they get a much better product at a much lower cost through the taxpayers of the city of manchester and i think that really rankles a lot of people we have a uh, patrice on the line from ward 10 good morning patrice Good morning, and from Ward 10, we have 358 voters. 358. Hmm. Hmm. 358. And the canopy is set up with coffee, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Tammy Simmons does that. Do you see anybody holding my signs out there in Ward 10? Hang on. Let me stand up and look. No. Hmm. <laughs> What's the matter, Dr. Avery? I hold the sign for you. Well, Tammy Simmons and the rest of that crew should be, but oh well, I did. I guess I didn't. Uh, they're not going to because they didn't make their totem pole party. Oh well. All right. Thanks, Patrice. Hey, I'm headed to Gosford Park. I'll call you in a little bit. All right. So 300 some Thanks. odd voters in Ward 10. That looks like it's about on track. And we have another call in here. Jimmy LaHoo's calling in from Manchester's South End, Ward 8. Jimmy, how are things at Memorial? Uh, things are good here. The weather is beautiful right now so that's good <laughs> good how's uh, how's the turnout been uh i think the last count was probably about 375 
Okay. Um, it's hard to. We have this special election, so it's hard to tell exactly what the total is. Oh yeah. They, well, they, the number doubles. Yeah. So. Basically, divide the number by two, and you'll come up with a rough approximation. Yeah, and it was about seven fifty or seven fifty six when we last looked. So, so gotcha. half of that. So, are you seeing? Yeah. Are you seeing your votes turn out? Are people giving you the thumbs up, the thumbs down? Are they talking to you or other candidates on the way in? What are you hearing down there at the polling place? Yeah, no, every uh, they're, they're coming by. Uh, most people are obviously friendly, coming by, saying hi, and you know, getting the thumbs up, the good luck. And uh, I think uh, my message, you know, the workforce thing, really resonated with a lot of people in Ward Eight. So uh, yeah. I'm uh, pretty excited. Pretty excited about that. And um, you know, I went to bed last night and knowing I laid it all out on the table, and uh, there was nothing more I could do. You know, and hopefully the uh, voters heard my message and they're coming out today. Excellent. So, uh, what do you think are the keys uh, in this race, Jimmy, uh, for school board and generally, you know, for mayor and alderman in the city? You've done a tremendous amount of door to door. What did you hear yep. from people? Uh, by far, in Ward 8 anyways, the taxes. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. People uh, believe um, they pay enough taxes and we should be doing better, um, you know, better uh, having better use of their taxes. And, uh, you know, and they, they look at the school and just how dysfunctional the board is right now, you know, and I've had people even tell me that it's the most entertaining thing on TV to watch. Um, so they, I think they're just tired of it and they're just looking for change in general. You know, they, they just need... They want to shake it up, I think. Now, do you see them aiming that frustration at members of the board or at the mayor or at both? Um, I'd say both. Um, I think, uh, you know, the board of the petty politics as far as the board itself. Um, you know, so it, it's uh, it's clear party lines, and it really shouldn't be that way. It should be about the kids first. Um, you know, so it, it, it's... Uh, they're frustrated, and I'm here because I was frustrated, and you know, and I need change. So, gotcha. So, you you think there's a, a throw them all out mentality down there in Ward Eight, or do you think people are going to stop short of that in the mayor's race because the alternative, if taxes is the number one issue, is someone guaranteed to raise their taxes? Uh, that that's a tough one. Um, I'm not exactly sure how uh, what people are thinking there. You know, um, I was pretty fortunate. I went door to door. I didn't. Um, you know, I didn't knock with a list or anything like that, and uh, so I was pretty fortunate to kind of get both sides. Um, you know, a lot of uh, Craig supporters were supporting me, a lot of Gatta supporters, and uh, the, the line was pretty drawn. I think there's a small, small gap of independence that they can play with, but, I mean, if they were Craig, they're Craig. If they were Gatsas, they were Gatsas, and I don't think you're going to change their mind. Um, and fortunately, like I said, I tapped into a message that more to eight voters um, picked up on, and uh, I got support from both sides. Gotcha. All right, so it's Jimmy LaHue out there in Manchester's Ward 8, the south end of the Queen City. We appreciate All you right, joining thanks, us here Rick. on the Drought Large Radio Show. Good luck to you today. Thank you. All right, uh, so taking a look at the time here, who knows what else we'll get for candidates. It's always fun when they call into, you know, I should have asked him to make his final pitch. Oh, well. We shall see... We shall see. (laughs) All right. Let's go to break with Traffic Weather Sports. Uh, We'll be back with our final thoughts and more analysis of today's mayoral and uh, mayoral campaign and races for aldermen and school board, among other ward offices here in the Queen City. I'm Rich Gerard. Stay with us.